to chew the Bible. It's your good friend, Aaron. We are in Psalm 79. I actually recorded this entire psalm earlier, but somehow the recording just like stopped and I lost it. Never had that happen before. So we're going to redo it. Faith amid confusion. Very timely. A psalm of Asaph. God, the nations have invaded your inheritance, desecrated your holy temple, and turned Jerusalem into ruins. They gave the corpses of your servants to the birds of the sky for food, the flesh of your faithful ones to the beast of the earth. They poured out their blood like water all around Jerusalem, and there was no one to bury them. We have become an object of reproach to our neighbors, a source of mockery and ridicule to those around us. How long, Lord, will you be angry forever? Will your jealousy keep burning like fire? Pour out your wrath on the nations that don't acknowledge you, on the kingdoms that don't call on your name. For they have devoured Jacob and devastated his homeland. Do not hold past iniquities against us. I'm going to say that again. Do not hold past iniquities against us. Do not hold past iniquities against us, Lord. Let your compassion come to us quickly, for we have become very weak. God of our salvation, help us for the glory of your name. Rescue us and atone for our sins for your name's sake. Why should the nations ask, where is their God? Before our eyes, let vengeance for the shed blood of your servants be known among the nations. Let the groans of prisoners reach you. According to your great power, preserve those condemned to die. Pay back sevenfold to our neighbors the reproach they have hurled at you, Lord. Then we, your people, the sheep of your pasture, will thank you forever. We will declare your praise to generation after generation. Let me read these Tony Evans notes real quick. Uh, do we want to do Psalm 80 tomorrow? I think we want to do it tonight and then we'll do, we'll start with Psalm 81 tomorrow. All right. Asaph laments over the city of Jerusalem. God's holy temple had been invaded and desecrated. Many other people had been killed and left buried their bodies devoured by scavengers. As a result, God's people were an object of scorn among the nations. When you need God's intervention intervention, and have dealt with your own sin, appeal to God's glory. As scripture shows, it's a trusted way to get God's attention. Appeal to God's glory. Basically, say, God, it's good to just pray like, Lord, you making my way, my path is very confused right now, but you making it very clear to me right now what the next steps are, you're going to get glory in this. I'll, when I get to the destination that you've called me to, when you give me, provide me this job or set things up for me to live in this city that you've called me to live in or wherever you call me to go, you're going to get the glory. <sighs> 
when I share my faith with someone and you give me the words to say that a word of knowledge or something, Lord, it's going to transform their life forever and you will get the glory out of it. Just, yeah, appealing to God's glory and, and saying how this is going to benefit him and him. It's, um, I've heard that said before by different pastors. It, it's kind of like a secret key to God's heart. Saying, God, ultimately, I'm doing this for your glory. So that you get the glory from it, not me. This house you provide me with, I'm going to bring people in that people are going to come into it and the people that are here they're going to know this is a house of prayer a house of worship and you're going to get the glory all right in the bible the number seven denotes completeness thus a request that god pay back sevenfold means that asaph wants his nation's invaders to experience complete reproach for what they've done Yes, God, I don't, not only do I want Satan and his demons to receive complete reproach, a complete shame and just utter ruin for all the havoc they've done in my life that I've allowed them to do, but also, God, I pray for a sevenfold blessing, sevenfold of return for the trouble that I've been through for Thank you, God, not just financially, but just in so many ways and people whose lives will possibly be changed because of the things that I've been through. And I'll be able to share your goodness and your faithfulness and tell them that if I was able to come go through it and come out on the other side, they can, too. And only because of what because of you, Jesus, not anything that I did. If I can come out on the other side of mental health battles and having been diagnosed with bipolar disorder and tell people that I didn't need pills to overcome it, that there was nothing but the Lord that helped me overcome it. You get the glory of that, God. Telling people how I was behind on my child support and you made a way for me to pay it all back. You'll get the glory from it, God. Yeah, just being back in my kids' lives, lives consistently, you will get the glory from me, God. Being able to pay it forward to somebody else, being able to have a place to stay that's rent-free like I'm experiencing right now, being with my dad, Lord, you will get the glory from that. So I just thank you, God. I pray just for definitely specifically my friend who is questions about next steps just make it very very clear what those next steps are God and uh, I pray against any shame or guilt or worry associated with those, that decision God that they would be able to look in the death the windshield and not look in the rearview mirror and say this is the day today is a new day this is a day of salvation and entrust that that Holy Spirit, that peace of God that surpasses all understanding would rule and reign in her heart. And she would just be very clear 
on what to do next. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. And for those also, yes, dealing with making a tough decision, not just my friend, that, yeah, you would make it very clear for them when they are in a fork in the road or in a crossroads. Lord, it wasn't a coincidence that I went to a school named Crossroads because I've come across so many crossroads in my life. My life. It does feel like I've had multiple lives like a cat. But anyway, in my life, I just pray, God, that you would make the path very clear for them. And then once they make that decision, God, that they'll be confident in it and would not waver and will be able to wait in the, you know, um, wait in the weightiness of that decision and know that you're building character, endurance, strength, and confidence, that they don't have to know all the answers, uh, but they'll take the little nudges by the Holy Spirit to call this person or apply to this job or apply to live in this place, even though it makes no sense, that they'll just follow the promptings of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen. All right, I'm going to do one more recording, and then I'm going to go ahead and shut it down for the night. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned, or missed the mark, or veered off the path, and fallen short of the glory of God, or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death. Or eternal separation from God, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us, or showed his love toward us, in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.